Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello and welcome to episode number. Oh, that's what you were doing. What Lara's episode are we up to? <laughs> over the microphone, Lara's like putting numbers up and I'm like, what? What's happening? I'm like, which episode are we up to while the jingle was on? I actually I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, well, it's an episode and we're here. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Some Would Say Podcast. Today we've got a pretty exciting episode that we think everyone will be able to relate to. But um, maybe the whole world, in fact. Yeah, probably the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon first we just get right into our go on then. Yeah, go on then. Welcome Oops. to some would say. <laughs> Casual. <laughs> Welcome to some would say. Wrong button. Here is the real go on then jingle for your listening pleasure. And for anyone who doesn't know, this section basically sums up our week with three questions each. What we've been listening to, uh, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. Yep. And every week I always leave it to the last minute, but I actually did it way before. So very proud of myself. Mm, good on you. Would you like to go first then? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just get straight into it. Okay. Something that I have been listening to, this is like a bit of a recommendation and I mean... Pretty much all what we say is kind of a recommendation, but anyways. Um, We have just come out of a lockdown. Not sure when you guys will be listening to this, but it was when Queensland went into a three-day lockdown and then it was extended to a week or like over a week. And so my Pilates studio was obviously closed during that time Um, and they have like an online platform that you can use as well. It's called Hustle, if anyone listening knows. It's so such a good um, Pilates workout. Like the trainers are so good. It's not like... It's, is it the same people that you do it with in real life or is it just... So some of them are, but the main online... So Hustle has two locations, one on the Gold Coast and one in Byron. Mm. And then the Byron um, location, that's where the owner actually is. So she does most of the online workouts but there's like a few trainers that are at the Gold Coast that do like one-off classes um, online as well anyways so I've been listening to so they have like the workouts but then they've also linked in like a playlist for each workout that you can listen to and it's like you're literally doing a class so good yeah and if um, anyone can listen to it it's just on Spotify it's called Hustle Station um and the tunes like they just pick the best music like that's the reason why I love the Pilates I swear because the beats are just so good because it's not is it not like slow like no boring it's actual like pump up house music they're they're like quote is like we we don't do normal or something so yeah really good such such good tunes and if you even if you're working and you want like inspiration for a playlist just go and search like they've literally got so every class there's like a form class which is more pilates based and then they've got a pace class which is like high intensity circuit training and so they'll have uh like a form um 
playlist and then a pace playlist. So there's like two different kind of cool, styles. Cool. It's really good. That's what puts me off going to Pilates because I imagine like it's like slow and boring yeah 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 yeah. there's definitely some that are more like slower paced but yeah this is so good gives you the op yep love it cool what is what have you been listening to what have i been listening to i have been loving there's a new flat facilities song called move beat drama (laughs) it's so good i don't know if you've checked out drama but um yeah, it uh, gets it going. Um, and also a there's this album by Georgia Smith um, called Lost and Found. It's like a few years old now, but I revisited it the other day when I <laughs> I bought takeaway fish and chips just by myself and like sat in my car on the side of the road in West End in Brisbane and just was listening to this album by Georgia Smith. And it was such a nice time. Oh, I love that. Just with like the ignition on and like listening to the songs and just eating my greasy fish and chips. <laughs> so wholesome. It was so good. I um, love sitting in the car just doing like a task or eating or whenever I get home, I swear I sit in my car for like 10 minutes because it's so warm and you're just like... You feel like you're in a bubble or something. It's so good. What has challenged you this week? What has challenged me? Well, like I mentioned, we had just, we've just come out of a lockdown. So that is exactly what has challenged me this week. Um, I'm massively an empath. So that means you like take on other people's energies. Um, And this lockdown in particular, I'm living with Mitch's family at the moment um and so their salons their hairdressers all had to close down obviously and it was just like a stressful time for everyone so I feel like I really took on the energy and like the unknown Mm. um kind of aspect from the lockdown it didn't even really affect me that much in terms of like what I'm doing because everything I do is online but yeah I don't know I just really I felt sorry for everyone that was affected Mm. um and just also there's so much like divide at the moment to oh, do every, with. There's such like a hostility, like yes. everyone's just really on edge and like yep. so much um, tension like in conversations that can just go really pear-shaped really Literally. quickly. Like if you just get on the wrong side of someone's opinion. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm on eggshells like constantly. I know, you don't you don't want to offend someone because that's the thing, like everyone has the right to their own opinion. Mm. But And yeah. then not everyone's view is black or white either. Like Exactly. You know, you might you might be on the fence or you might like agree with certain things and not others. But yeah. when you're being like a I feel like I feel like a lot of um, even influencers are, are really attacking people on social oh, media, and it's it's it really so it's, sad. It's really sad. Yeah, that was definitely a big challenge all around. I think. Yeah, the and whole like, of Australia right now. Oh, I swear, everyone's in lockdown. Literally, yeah. And fuck, I feel so sorry for Melbourne, um, and also Sydney. Like Sydney's nearly into their like eighth week or something. Um, so rough. Yeah. So, anyways, that was definitely something that challenged me. What about yourself? Well, this is a bit of a first world problem, <laughs> uh, but I'm here for it. So so it's my birthday next week, which you know, because <laughs> you've known me for a while now. Um, and like, even though I'm excited to celebrate it, I'm having to go with my plan B because of the new restrictions. So I was going to have, you know, a bunch of people over to my house and um, yeah, that just couldn't go ahead because of this 
stupid rule of like a certain amount of people and then I would have had to like awkwardly you know uninvite people so I don't have a COVID safe plan at my house although I should look into that yeah (laughs) maybe I can get one because I've got a business that's a great idea oh maybe (laughs) residential properties can't get one yeah plus my neighbor's a bitch and she'd probably (laughs) complain if she saw more than three people walk into my house I wonder if it'll still be going until then like the 10 person rule you know it will be because um it goes it it changes like two days after my birthday. Anyway, it's oh, not important. Fuck. I don't want to talk about it. So anyway, so I've now had to like go with a sit down dinner option, which it sounds so petty. Like that's nice. That's lovely. And I'm grateful to even have anything to do. Yeah. Um, but last year my plans got like changed because of COVID as well. Like we were meant to go have an Airbnb, remember? Like yes. down in New South Wales. And then they were like, jokes for shutting the we border. actually cannot cross the border. Uh, so then had to change that. And I'm just like, mate. Am I going to have a birthday that's not affected by COVID <laughs> ever? Like, I put so much pressure on my birthday. Yeah, you do. You're very yeah. like sentimental around your B days. And yeah. You like, you like for them to be. Yeah. A, I put a lot a of pressure on the fun. Like it's going to be my birthday. We're going to have fun and everyone have fun. <laughs> and like, it's <laughs> like I saw a, it was the cutest photo. Your mum uploaded it to Facebook and it's you. You're like three and the birthday party <laughs> set out is all on the table and you're looking out the window, like looking to see if your friends are coming. I was like, <gasps> that's, that's me that's, now. Yeah. I was, I was going to comment and be like, was this Lara last year? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and I guess like the other challenge is kind of just speaking of birthdays, approaching, you know, another year older. And while like 26 is not that old, I, I can acknowledge that it's still creeping up to, you know, the end of my 20s. I know. And it's it's a bit confronting, um, especially because I feel about 12. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a challenge in itself. And I had a big cry to mum the other day on the phone about like classic me, just crying to mum. Um, she solves all my problems, but yeah, I just had a big cry because I was like, it's really, it's really weird turning an age that you thought you'd have a few more things like ticked figured out and whatever. ticked off. Yeah. But got to yeah. be, got to be gentle, got to be kind on yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, I feel like 26 is the age that it's like, you're not, you're not a young 20 year old anymore and you're no mm. longer like you're still mid twenties, but you're like, you're approaching the end of your twenties. It's kind of the mm. first year that you're like fuck like I'm not a teenager anymore you know what I yeah. mean like you could get away with it for so long and now it's like oh <laughs> I've even started noticing like clothes that I wear that I go to put it on and then I'm like I don't know if I can get away with this anymore oh, like really? and that's a genuine thing like it just looks too early 20s or like teeny bopper or you know what yeah. I mean like there are just some things that I would have worn back when I was like 18, 19, I probably still own, in fact I do, that I just couldn't put on now because... But that might be because your style's changed. That's, yeah, that's true. Like, you know, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. (laughs) I'm not a mutton dressed up as lamb, as my my mother would say. I feel like this is the first year that I've kind of been like, not scared. Like that sounds so bad because when you think about it, like the privilege as a bloody like keyword of 2021 privilege it is a privilege to turn another day old like when you actually think about it oh totally and that's why I said first world problem because I can I totally can see that my problem this week is not (laughs) really that bad but at the same time it is it's everyone everyone feels it too. yeah everyone feels it and also it's really important to to look around and and put your um 
issues and challenges in perspective with other people, but it's also mm. okay to, to go, this is all I know. Like, I don't know that person's struggle. I only know my own. Yeah. And it's actually perfectly valid for everyone to go, this makes me feel shit today. I don't always have to feel guilty and think of that. You know, is There's someone else more dying worse in than Africa. Me? There will always be someone worse off or better off than you. Yeah, And exactly. that's important to remember. But hundred percent. still think about other people. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> everyone out there. What made you feel good this week, Mills? Um, so I have been reading a book. It's called The Seat of the Soul by um, Gary Zukav. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce um, his name. It is the best book I have ever read. Like so far, I'm only like Whoa. four chapters in. If you're into – so the actual like preview on it says an inspiring vision of humanity's spiritual destiny. So it's very woo-woo, like mm. be prepared. I have to read – like I'll read a paragraph and then I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> and I have to like read it again. It's all about um, like your soul and so like he refers to it as your personality but it's like your human suit, like us as mm. – humans right now yeah but everyone has a soul um and the human suit has a five personality uh sorry a five sense um in our personality so we like hear touch feel blah blah blah. and that's as far as evolution has taken us to this point but he says like the next phase of evolution is a multi-sensorial um personality and that's where it's more about um, like us as humans connecting with our soul and like our feelings and our heart and everything. It's honestly so wow. such a good read. And he talks about karma. Um, one one little passage in particular was so like on point. And the way he writes, it, he's so sure. There's no like, oh, it could be like this or like your soul might exist. He's like, no, this is what it is. Like – this Love is, that confidence. Cool. Yeah. I guess like you wouldn't want to read a book that was like, oh, it could Maybe, be. Maybe, yeah. He's very – like, yeah. Yeah. And Oprah is like one of his um, kind of like supporters. She wrote like a little – testimonial. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a testimonial to begin saying that this book changed her life and all that. But, yeah, his definition wow. of karma is – so if you've ever felt like maybe something – that you've been through, you keep like hitting roadblocks or you're not sure why you keep getting these like bad luck, I guess. Mm. It could be because your soul, so like it might have had a previous life than now, than your like human journey now. And whatever your soul or whatever that personality did in that previous life, maybe they like killed someone, the karmic energy from that may not have been balanced in that lifetime and so it's like going into your lifetime now too it's so interesting like it literally some things I'm like my mind is blown like that makes sense because you seem like you'd kill people yeah it all makes sense now (laughs) no that's really interesting I'd love to read that yeah it's like definitely you need to be in the right headspace to like be able to take it in and like if you're kind of new to your spiritual journey or interested in it, it's definitely something that you would read like down the line, but it's, yeah. Definitely not a bit of light reading before bed, no, is it? <laughs> no, although I do read before bed. And he gives um, in the back, you have like exercises on like questions that you ask yourself. So it's really practical as well. 
It's cool. Sweet. Yeah. Definitely going to check that out. Made me feel good. Well, something that made me feel good. um, I had a friend who I don't see very often, um, but they, they reached out out of the blue just to tell me that. They loved my music and they were listening to it on the train. Oh, that's nice. And it was so lovely because, yeah, it's not. it wasn't really the kind of person that I would speak to probably more than twice a year, if that. Yep. Um, but, like, still they, they're very dear to me. A high um, school friend? No, like a uni, a uni friend. Oh, that's um, cool. This really amazing piano player um, who was studying jazz with me. And, um, yeah, he just kind of out of the blue said – I'm listening to your um to your song Ruin and then I went in and checked out your old like your old EP and now I'm going through them and I'm up to this song and it's just like such a surreal feeling knowing anyone's listening to music like because you put it out with the expectation that it will get listened to but then actually hearing people are it's like oh my god that's yeah. cool yeah <laughs> so I don't know that was just a nice little motivator and kept made me inspired to make more music because sometimes you feel like you're the only one like who hears it and totally. then in the recording process and then you need to be you do like especially me love love a little ego boost yeah feels like so good to be reminded that it's being um taken in yeah definitely and the thing with your music is there's no like transaction in that moment like a lot of the time there's no like someone can listen to it for free kind of thing you know what yeah. I mean whereas if someone's buying my product like I see them loving it through the transaction mm. that's made yeah it's instant gratification versus yeah. like someone could have had the same thought but just not told me yes. which is fine but like definitely I think it's a big like reminder if you're loving a creatives anything like their art their like (laughs) dogs in the background um even someone on instagram like putting out free workouts or whatever like it's so important to remind them it's popular yeah sorry (laughs) bloody dogs Dogs and text messages (laughs) the home studio life stop it yeah this is our professional studio So I think we should get into today's topic. This week, um, we're going to be discussing 10 things we've learnt in the pandemic. Yes, I had um, a bit of a revelation the other day. I was thinking about like, one, how much has happened in the last 18 months, and then two, how much I've learnt in that time frame compared to like other periods of my life. Um, And I feel like sometimes life can just pass us by, Yeah, but the like 2020 and 2021 personally I feel like has been going for fucking ever yeah um and that's like a both a blessing and a curse because obviously it's been there's a lot of changes that have happened for everyone in that time but it's also I feel like it's been such a good reminder to everyone to like stop and yeah like really process what has happened and what's important um and yeah, to learn more because it's, there's been so much change that's happened. Very true. And it's a different type of learning too, because we haven't really been able to do much. So usually you learn from going out in the world and, and experiencing things and like travel and all that stuff, but it's been more of an internal learning, learning. experience. Yeah. We're going to do, um, I believe five each, aren't yep. we? So five things each that we've learned. Do you want to go first, Mills? Yeah, sure. So my first one is... 
straight cab off the rank is diversify your income streams. <laughs> that is like the biggest thing that I have learned. Finance tips with Amelia <laughs> and Dean. Yeah. Look, not a financial advisor, but like, fuck, come on, Disclaimer. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Even your personal experience, look at what has happened to so many industries, like travel, entertainment. So many industries have been affected by the closures. And I, I've read a book, actually, I've mentioned it before on the podcast and I spoke um, about it as like referring to money mindset. But really, this book has some great tips on diversifying your income and the importance of that. It's um, called Rich Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And essentially, he speaks about like the rich as they're not necessarily famous or they're not necessarily, I don't know, like having this groundbreaking product that makes a bazillion dollars. They've diversified their income so that they're... They're not relying on one source yes, as a stream. But also their money is working for them rather than them working the for their money. On. Yeah, cool. Um, and I think everyone can relate to that in some degree. And yeah, I think just having assets, looking into different ways that you can earn money because like, fuck, that something that I have learned, especially from diversifying your income is you can make money in so many different ways. Like the traditional trajectory of like you get a job and that's how you turn over money is work till you retire yeah that's so different now isn't it it is most people have more than one job yeah exactly um and a lot of people use like real estate and whatever to you know make the money so yeah that is my biggest thing that I have learned I reckon diversify your income fuck that's good I don't know if I can compete with my number one (laughs) So you're learning a lot from Amelia. Um, so I'm just going to come out and say my first one, which is uh, don't if you don't pick the first avo you touch or release, <laughs> you will get literal death stares from other shoppers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so like, true, Do though. not go squeezing your avos. Don't fondle for- fruit. <laughs> <laughs> the way I interact with humans is so weird now. Like, um, I get that people are scared. That's valid. But it's like people lose their common sense I know. in a pandemic. Um, or like their desire to connect with other humans. Yeah. It's like, oh, I looked at you. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'm dead. Seriously. And like, I feel so judged at, at like Woolies and Coles when um, I'm just trying to like pick a nice ripe avo <laughs> and they're just like, you know, staring down the barrel of a gun at my face. Like, if you don't fucking get that first one that you picked, you're going to give us all COVID. Like, I've noticed this natural tendency to distance myself um, just, like, by habit from people. I'm not even trying. Like, it's just that, yeah. you know, you, you've, like, you've learnt not to be within people's personal bubbles anymore. And it's so kind of sad. I know. I um, I get the necessity of it, whatever, but, like, yeah. it's sad. I know. It is. It's really sad because – that's like human desire to connect. That's literally our like core fucking thing yeah. is to connect with other humans. I actually hugged a lady today. It was one of my friend's mums. I saw her out and I'd never met her before. Um, and I hugged her to say goodbye. And after I left, I was like, fuck, like she want to be hugged then? Like I it know. makes you think like. Oh, I don't think I've ever elbowed touch someone. I'd rather die to be honest. Give me COVID any day. I don't want to elbow touch anyone. <laughs> Oh, goodness. What's your number two? My number two is feeling uncomfortable. Step the fuck into it. 
and just start. I think um, something that I have done, and I don't know whether it was because of the pandemic or it was just that point in my life. I feel like I've taken so many risks at like in the past like six months um, and like stepped into really unknown territory that I could reflect and think like fuck like this is such a waste of time like why am I doing this kind of thing yeah but yeah if you're feeling uncomfortable step into it and I feel like everyone feels a little bit uncomfortable at the moment um so learning to kind of like sift through those feelings is so important and remembering that you're like resilient as fuck like well, even what we were saying before, like the businesses being closed down and like you losing so much income in so many different streams, mm-hmm. like you're a musician and you're a celebrant. Yeah, my industries have literally died yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But like, look at you, like you're so resilient. You're still here, even though, you know, you've been supported in like other ways. It's still like such a good reminder to realize that you are resilient yeah and like there's always an option like there's always something that you can do you, yeah you don't have to be stuck in that like sad place so true and I'm sure when you're talking about stepping into that uncomfortable feeling there's obviously a time and a place where if something feels really wrong like don't walk towards it but yeah. it's it's no it's learning how to trust the difference between something that excites you and something that is only like if it's only scaring you because you think you'll fail. Yes, like that's probably a time where it's okay to walk into an uncomfortable feeling. Definitely, yeah, hundred percent. Yours are so insightful. I know when no <laughs> pressure. Lara was like, I had so much fun writing mine, and I was like, why well, not really that funny? <laughs> <laughs> My number two, what I've learnt. Second thing I've learnt living in a pandemic. Um, humans don't really they've they've truly learnt to relax. Like I think it's also oh, – it's obviously a super stressful time but it's been really nice in like peak lockdown, just all stress aside, seeing people do things that they've been putting off on their fun to-do list yeah. for so long. Like just baking some bread, baking a cake, like just doing those little minor things that slow you down, things yeah. activities that slow you down um, or even just like – getting that book out that you've been wanting to read forever that you you tell yourself you don't have enough time. And it's just like a really beautiful thing. um, Having a childlike um, approach to life and and not having this concept of time like we usually do. Yeah. Do you remember being a kid and just your whole day was just an adventure? What should I do? Yeah. Nothing's laid out for you. You don't have deadlines. You don't have bills to pay. I know. I mean, you still have bills to pay and you're probably broke because it's COVID. (laughs) But like, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's. It, I love that. I've. I think I've just seen um, humans remember the importance of relaxing. Yes, when you're not stressing about COVID. Yeah, and doing those like menial tasks that are actually so satisfying. Like, yes. yeah, starting a herb garden or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I saw like it's also important to remember how crucial mental health is in this time and I I saw this really good quote from Zoe Foster Blake um last night I'm just gonna find it now good old Zoe Foster Blake how good is she so she shared um a post on Instagram from the daily 
Oz. So the quote was, this is probably the most sustained and serious stress that many of us are going to face in our lifetimes and how this impacts on us and how we manage it is going to be really important in minimizing the well-being and mental health impacts of the stress. What people need to do is to have a plan to manage their stress and to monitor it, monitor it and review it on a regular basis. Wow, that's and so that's, good. That was um, yeah, really good to read because there isn't a quick fix with yeah. this pandemic and mental health. Like you're going to have to look for ways to chill out every day because the subconscious stress everyone is under is, is really bad yeah. and detrimental to your future if you don't learn to look after yourself. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's funny because it kind of like leads on to my third one. <laughs> in a good way? <laughs> yeah, in a good, oh, good. way. Okay. What's your it's, third um, one? It all kind of like, I guess, relates, but all my third and my fourth one actually. So my third is take time to reflect and it's something called doing the inner shadow work. So like stuff that you neglect um, and stuff that you don't really want to kind of like face, um, but also to lead with love, not fear. And I feel mm. like so many people are just so fearful love at the saying. moment. I love Me that too. Saying. I've been on like a bit of a spiritual journey. Oh, I really can't tell. <laughs> I'm like, does anyone want sage? I've got sage. <laughs> Amelia literally saged the room before we started this episode. So she's not even lying. No, nah, I like am so down. And like, if you can't tell my feel good was a bloody book about being like a soul and like <laughs> karma. Like, no, nah, I'm just so into it. Like, anyways, I'm super into it because I had a bit of a kind of like a midlife crisis at the beginning of last quarter year. Quarter life crisis. Oh yeah, sorry. Are quarter life, quarter life. <laughs> Not there yet. Um, and I had just finished uni and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like that feeling of when a chapter that had been your chapter for so long ends mm. and then you're like, okay, this is kind of like real life now. I felt like I had been, yeah, like a kid for so long and like a teenager for so long. And then all of a sudden I was an adult and I was like, fuck, like what the actual hell? Um, and so, yeah, I've been really delving into, delving into, I guess, like what's important to me. Um, and also just like super curious about like humans in general and like the world around us. So yeah, I've done a few courses um, and really tried to dive into things, like I said before, step into the uncomfortable, dive into things that I would normally kind of like overlook. Um, and that's all about like doing the inner shadow work. And so something that I've helped or something that I've found that has helped me, um, I practice things such as like journaling and meditation. Um, they really help me. Mm. And I actually... I'm curious to go and see a psychologist as well. I've never been, but I remember saying to one of my friends, like I was saying to you actually, like a few, yeah, kind of like at the start of this year, I was like, yeah, I'm really curious to go and see, like I feel fine, but at the same time, I feel like I'm so curious to learn all the tools that are out there that can help you with your mental health. Oh, 100%. I remember being so sceptical about psychologists um, before I went to the right well, – it takes a few sometimes to – you've got to filter through them. Mm. But when you find, like, the right one, I remember just thinking, like, there's no way they're going to, like, unpack these demons. I don't even know if I have demons. Like, let's find out. Yeah. And then, no joke, like, I was – 
literally crying and did in front of this stranger within like 20 minutes and I was like how did you do that like how did you even make me see that there were issues that I didn't even know were issues yeah that's why everyone should just try it because you don't even know so I I back that choice I think you should definitely I think that's really cool that um you're doing that in a work and everyone should explore their their mental health a little more yeah 100% and kind of like my second point my ones I'm like this is my third one but it also has a three point a (laughs) um like leading with love and not fear so I've read so many books that talk about leading with love not fear um and I just want to touch on that can look like so many different things to so many people for example like leading with compassion and understanding for everyone and allowing others to have their own view, mm. which yeah is what we were saying before as well. I think it's such a good reminder to have that. Get off your high horse. Yes. <laughs> and respect everyone's opinions, even if you don't agree with them. Yep. Leading with love and not fear. What a great approach to, yeah. ev- to like literally everything. And it's a good reminder whenever you find yourself like, fuck, I feel scared or like I'm angry, like fear can be translated as different emotions. Mm. Coming back to that saying like lead with love, not fear, golden. Bloody golden. Uh, My, oh God, what am I up to? Three. We're up to three. I've learned that body language like with masks is so like you don't realise how important body language is until Especially your you're smile. trying to smile in front of someone and you can you only like use your eyes. <laughs> raising your eyebrows yeah. like heaps. Like, Cause like you know, the whole saying smile with your eyes, like it's it makes a huge difference if you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. But if you're wearing a mask, I swear to God, it doesn't matter what you do. Like you just think everyone hates you. Speaking of masks, the amount of masks I see just in the street, in I the know. gutter. Brizzy especially. I swear oh. that Gold Coast is pretty good. Like I haven't really seen that much pollution. But um, now like Woolworths is handing masks out. Like they're just handing them out like left, right and centre. Mm. I'm like fucking hell. People take responsibility and fucking <laughs> put bring it in your the own. Bin. Put it in the bin. Yeah, put it in the bin. But also like that's landfill. And they look like... They look like um, jellyfish. They look like those blue jellyfish yes. in the water. Those poor animals. I just don't even want to think about it. I know. It's like <laughs> we get rid of plastic bags, but now we've got masks. I know. Like, At least I wonder if they're biodegradable. They're probably not. Probs not. Oh, yeah. Makes me angry. Yeah. That's that's a good one though. I often find myself like really exaggerating my eyes Yeah, when I'm smiling at someone like <laughs> – I know. I know. To be like, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. It's good though. Like there is a positive to wearing masks. Like you can kind of just sing along to the songs in Coles and no one sees you. You don't look like a crazy person. <laughs> or you can have resting bitch face constantly. Yeah, no or you can know. you can um, not talk to people you don't want to talk to. Like yeah. if you bump into them, like it's so much harder to be noticed. It's almost like you're you've hiding got, yourself. If you've got sannies on in a mask. <laughs> Which is such a sexy look. You're like, I'm not here. Yeah, you just like, you can go MIA. You can just like (laughs) leave the world for a moment and no one can talk to you. It's great. That's funny. All right. Number number four. Number four for me. I really feel like I should have thought more about other things. A lot of mine are very similar. (laughs) But number four for me is harness your mind and... I have really adopted the saying, I can do anything I set my mind to. And I feel like when I was younger, I was so good at this. Like 
when I was a teenager in high school, like I just knew if I, you know, that feeling when you like, no, I'm doing this. Like I'm, it's like a switch in your brain and you're like, I'm locking in and like, whatever it takes, I'm getting it done. Yes. I used to have that feeling so much in high school, particularly like around like studying and tests and stuff. If I needed to go well on a certain test, like you could put your mind to it. I can just, yeah, like flick a switch and it's just like, I'll do whatever it takes. And I think I kind of lost that for a second. Like I would have a lot of self-doubt and I would often find myself like my inner dialogue, like putting myself down. And so the last little bit, yeah, really harnessing my mind has definitely helped me, particularly in the quieter periods of the pandemic when it's like, everyone's feeling super low something that has helped if I do find my inner dialogue to be like really negative catching myself like if I put myself down um, in my mind catching myself and rephrasing what I've said and then also surrounding me surrounding myself with words that lift me up so literally like flooding my brain and I don't know if this is good or bad but I literally will flood my brain with like positivity and like what I watch and what words like surround me and also what people I'm with. Anyone like, would have thought you just released a desktop flip book with <laughs> affirmations and inspirational quotes. Shop at www.happyemily.com. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's been honestly a game changer for me and telling myself that I can do hard things like fuck your mind is so powerful. It really is. It's like magical when you think about it. When you think about that your heart beats like not through electricity and your brain thinks like, I don't know, we're we're fucking magical. Yeah, like the whole um, forming habits and stuff, like it's hard to imagine that you could change your mind or a view on something in the moment. But if you do it enough... You really can. Yes. Like the whole, and the whole neuroplasticity thing, like that's another, that's a topic for another day, but that's such an interesting concept that, you know, you can literally rewire your brain. I like that people are actually caring about that more now and scientists and doctors like putting more focus on that rather than just being like, nope, you, you think one thing and then you're stuck with that thought process forever. Yeah. Yeah. We We, can, we can change. Yeah. hundred percent. Ah, so another thing that I've learned in my less insightful uh six observations from the (laughs) pandemic but also important uber eats is my best friend (laughs) we're like we're like good cop bad cop yeah (laughs) i'm like this is what you need to do to awaken your soul and lara's like just eat some uber eats yeah Um, I've formed a really bad habit of having food delivered to my house. Oh, fuck so. <laughs> I actually. Like it's made me so lazy that if someone suggests like, let's go pick up takeaway from this restaurant, I'm like, uh, no, like the effort <laughs> though, like do you, no way. Like, why would I do that? Why would I drive to pick up a takeaway? Literally. Just don't do that now. Um, so yep. Newfound appreciation for um, the Uber Eats world um, and new, newfound appreciation for Uber Eats drivers too because, holy moly, I was on a walk a couple months back at night. I heard this impact and this crash and I turn around and I see someone fly off their motorbike and like land on the ground and I was like, oh my God, I've just witnessed someone die on the road. <laughs> like, this is actually, fuck, this sounds really heavy, but 
there's a, it, he was safe in the end. Um, Uber Eats guy. Oh no, he was actually Deliveroo. Who cares? Um, <laughs> same, same. I care about his safety. Don't care where he works. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, he was like, he flew off his bike. Um, everyone stops. Like it was like bloody mayhem. Like all these cars were in the middle of the road. Like, you know, I ran over to check he was fine. And he's just being the person I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and yeah, he, he was on his way to drop off some goodsmen and some random lady made a joke about, oh, I better let the person know their goodsmen's <gasps> not coming. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh my god! Shut your mouth! Like that's not funny at all. Wow. Um, but yeah, it just kind of made me realize like next time I'm at home going, where is my Nando's? <laughs> where is my Guzman? Where are they? They could get hit by a car, which old mate did, and I felt so sorry for him. Wow. But um, that actually this is such a tangent, but that reminds me. Do you follow Mitch Orville on Instagram? No idea who that is. Have you ever seen the Angry Dad videos? There was this. Two sons and they used to play pranks on their dad. Long story short, he was riding a bike and um, someone hit him. Like he was just on one of those like fucking Zoom bikes or whatever. What are they called? The ones that are around Brisbane and... Um, Lime scooters. (laughs) Zoom. (laughs) Definitely been at home too long. I'm thinking about fucking Zoom. Um, Yeah, he was on like a Lime bike or one of those ones. So irrelevant. Like, still talking about irrelevant things, Amelia. Did you find $3 and someone, after? <laughs> cool story. <laughs> someone hit him. No, I'm getting to the good part. Okay. Someone hit him and a guy stopped and, like, was helping him. And he was putting on his story, like, wow, I was hit by a bike. I uh, hit by a car. <laughs> and, and someone responded to him his story saying, like, don't you know that it's lockdown and you can't like you can't have more than one visitor like saying that this guy shouldn't have helped him after he got hit by a car how fucked is that oh i hate humans <laughs> i actually hate people so much sometimes oh Fucking if there's anything hell. this pandemic has taught me, just like hands down, <laughs> humans suck. <laughs> humans suck. Number five, <laughs> humans suck. <laughs> Are we up to five already? Yeah, we're up to five. All right, last one. Is it your turn or my Fuck, turn? It's being a goodie. Um, it's my go. So number five is da, 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 have fun and say yes to most things (laughs) or just be more open to saying yes and talk to new people when you can number one because you don't know when that will be taken away from you but also number two I feel like for a while I really did shut myself off to having fun Mm. and meeting new people I was in such like a like a career mindset I just thought nothing else mattered and that's just not the case and I think now more than ever having that taken away from us has made me realize like, fuck, you really have to human interaction and stuff. Yeah. So crucial. Yeah, it is. It is. And like just trying to live in the moment more, you know, having fun saying yes. That's Um, a great one. Yeah. That is my number five. Uh, My number five. um, (laughs) (laughs) Words are hard. Support small biz. Support small business. I've never, I've never, yeah, seriously. I've never um, taken so much notice of how many chains I support. Yeah. And and now since the pandemic, I've been so much more aware of going to smaller businesses and supporting them. Cause like, let's be real. 
Starbucks doesn't need your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And um, like I walked past, uh, I went to, there's this complex called Gasworks, like near where I live um, with like Woolies and all these other shops. And two of my favourite like takeaway lunch places, they had like a sign on their, on their door that said, um, that was one lockdown too many for us. <gasps> Sorry, guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, like thanks for everything. I was like, whoa. And then, and then I was like, surely, surely it's only them in this complex. And then I kept walking on my way to Woolies and there was, um, another, another shop. I forget the name, but yeah, it, they both take away, take away (gasps) food places and they had to shut down because of the lockdown. And I just thought, oh my God, I didn't really, you hear about people being affected, but until you start seeing it happen around you and you're like, oh my God, like, yeah, it was really sad to see. And so, Supporting small and biz. And that's like... As um, I say, I'm walking to Woolies. But like, yeah. do support small biz. Go um, help your, your friends who are... Starting out. Starting out or in events or in creative industries. Yeah. You know, um, help them out because those those um, industries are really suffering the most. Hospitality, events, weddings, all of the above. Yep. Good hustle. I'm surprised we didn't... Um kind of like link up I thought well to be honest I changed that one last minute because I was about to say something else that you'd already said so what were you gonna say um it was going to refer to like a work question like you know how you said diversify your oh your income yeah I was gonna talk about that so I was like oh better not (laughs) and then I'm typing as you're like answering like oh yep yep really interesting what you're saying and I'm writing my last question as you speak (laughs) that's so funny well I hope you guys got something out. Whoa, what happened? Whoa, your voice sounded really. What was that? Well, that's my soul. (laughs) (laughs) That's the soul coming through. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll be back in your ears for another one next week. We can't wait to speak to you then. Speak to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.